because you don't. And when you realize that, that's when you make the decision that you're going to play your best. Because if you don't, you don't have it tomorrow. You don't get another 48 minutes. That's what we're here for. The pride, the tradition, the family. Yeah, about the guys in this room. Nothing else. 48 minutes for everybody who's here. Do you understand me? Yes, coach. Welcome back to Toads to Titles. I am your host, DDP, and you are watching the 28th episode of P2P with Boomer and DDP. Boomer, how are we doing? I feel like it's been forever since it's been just me and you. I know. We always seem to have a guest, so, I mean, <laughs> number 28, you know, it's just crazy. Uh, you know, my, my boy all day, number 28, Boomer Sooner. So, uh, good to. it's just good to just hang out and talk, just you and me for once. Yeah, it's uh, it's like just kicking it on the couch, you know what I'm saying? Just chilling, just, just throwing back some college football and getting in. It's coming to a close, but we don't stop. You know what I mean? We'll be doing bowl season. We'll be doing draft stuff. It doesn't stop here. We'll, we'll, we're full year all the time. We'll be doing this P2P to the end. So, uh, well, yeah, it was just 13, week 13, right? Yeah, week 13, crazy. It's rivalry week. Um, A lot of these crazy rivalries, even if they ain't ranked games, the rivalries are real. So, uh just they're, the real, they're always real. I mean, Whew. right now, you got Florida State, Florida, 21-21 right now. It's good games, good games. Jordan so. Travis, AR, you know what I mean? This guy's out there duking it out. Let's get in these headlines. Um, right off the top, I know I know it's, you know, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but it does It happen to come out. Um, seven players were charged from Michigan State in, in the tunnel melee. I thought this was over and done with. Um Jim Harbaugh had said that he expected that to be more coming down the pipeline. Chad, what are your thoughts here? This is crazy. Uh, it is a little crazy. It's gotten extreme. But, I mean, I, I think that's what we've gotten to at this point. You know, people are going to get in trouble for doing stuff like this. And when you start slinging helmets, <laughs> I mean, this yeah. ain't on the football field. This is off the field. So, and it should have never happened in the first place. I mean, I could understand, like, messing with a guy, you know, pushing, like, messing, talking with him. But this it got extreme, and I mean we're seeing the ramifications of it finally. So, yeah, no, I mean we we <laughs> spoke about it multiple times before with guests and stuff on here. It's just I don't understand how how the tunnels lead like one tunnel leads to two locker rooms. I mean, like as much as it's like all right, I get it, the camaraderie or whatever it may be, it is a rivalry. These guys are just were out there for three hours smashing each other, beating each other up to win a game. You know what I mean? Talking smack to each other the whole game, and then you're going to let them walk down the tunnels together? Like, I don't know if, say if that's – but what I don't like the most was like I went and rewatched the videos like right before the show. It's grown men videotaping. Like, they're not trying to stop this gentleman who – whether he was doing the right or wrong thing from Michigan, they're not trying to stop him getting in there. And they're not trying to stop the gentleman from Michigan State from, from throwing helmets or, or punches or kicks. They're just filming. Like, it's sad that we're in this day and age where, where people just want to get the footage first instead of trying to help a young man either damage his career or get hurt in general. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it was huge. Um, little just kind of bonkers just to see people do that instead of just getting involved and stopping it. So 2022, right? I guess it's just what we have to come to expect. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, so we got. So. You know, I'm partial to this next tidbit of news, but whenever I see a little a little spot coming here for my, my Ducks or my Wildcats, I got to bring it up. So, you know, Oregon Ducks, not only did they solidify Dante Moore, five-star quarterback recruit this weekend, but they also locked in four-star recruit Tysus Denmark. He's got 53 receptions, 890 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's uh, number 93 out of the top 300. Uh, he commits to Oregon. What, do you, what are your thoughts on this gentleman and the future of the Ducks, even after Bonix? going forward you know i think they needed to shore up somebody with a big name um you know with you know some pedigree behind them too grabbing both those guys is huge to move forward you know they're they're obviously moving in the right direction Lanny's going to be is a great recruiter anyway yeah, yeah obviously and you know with the exception of you know two stumbles and an injury we'd be talking a little different about Oregon right now and it's uh it's good to see Lanny's doing what he's supposed to be doing already you know because there's been some there's been some shady hires lately and you know just i I hope the best for landing to be honest with you 
What I liked the most um, was we all know he's a good recruiter. We've seen it, you know, for the past couple of years. Um, he's that dude. He's, he can play his coach. You know what I'm saying? He gets down and ready with the kids. I, I see all these guys from Oregon come in, and he's the first guy in there making these, you know, these special photos and videos with him. He's right down there, just like like Brian Kelly, but he's not faking it till we make it. You know, he has no fake accents yeah. going on and stuff. But, you know, I like when, when things went wrong for them against Washington at the podium, he ate it. He owned it. It's my fault. I had to do better. I should have changed the defensive scheme, and I didn't. You know, I should have put more, and I didn't. It's on me. You don't see a lot of that nowadays. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, don't see a whole lot of the coaches owning it. Right. So, which is cool. And I, it's nice to see Oregon, like, like back in the day, say maybe like 10 years ago, Joey Harrington era, like, well, they, they got everybody for recruits, right? Everybody was going there, four or five stars, just like, boom, all right, Oregon, we're going, we're going. It's been a little bit. They took a hit for a while. Seems uh, yep. in the last week or so, a lot of four and five side guys are going there. They're turning some dudes. Um, so we'll see what happens. I know I'm partial, but it's it's nice to see the Ducks like staying relevant and not just being you know a, a one and you're done. Yep, I agree. Uh, this is the time of season we we spoke about it early, like before the season started. We knew right when the bowl time comes, those teams that don't really make the bowl tend to lose a lot of people into this crazy wild time we call transfer portal, right? Yep. And you got the undergraduates can get in there earlier, right? I believe that's how it goes. And then it falls like dominoes. We're already seeing some guys and some decent name fellas entering we the just, portal already. Just Oklahoma uh, just had one flip uh, this yesterday, I believe. A wide receiver flip from Oklahoma to Georgia. It's, you know, it's, and so... Yeah, it's wild. I mean, there's a couple names I want to throw out there already. We, I mean... Unfortunately, I had a lot of hype for this this guy. Hope and hype for for Trey Sanders out of Alabama. He's a four star recruit. There was a car accident that derailed him for a year. Well, you know, I would argue he's a five star. Uh, he may be a five. When I looked everything up, on three had him as a four star recruit coming in. I don't know um, if he was a five and they took the star away. I, I'm not sure. What I saw was a four. I I'm gonna I would agree with you. He's a five star. You get it all the intangibles coming into to college football. He just never got. The opportunity, the year that he would have had the opportunity, he had the car crash, right, which derailed him for, I want to say, the whole year. I don't think he played at all that year, right? Yeah, yeah. And now now he's entered the portal, so. Yeah, because he went to IMG Academy. Correct, and really, correct. You know, so he, he's going to be the probably the most sought-after kid, in my opinion. You know, he's well, basically he, going to be. Um, senior though, right? He's a senior, so this is it. It, it, it. This is what you got. Show me, show me. Yeah, it's a grad transfer. I mean, it's right. a grad transfer. Don't get me wrong, but uh, he's he he's gonna go somewhere that's gonna benefit him. Who needs a running back? The crazy thing is that could be anywhere. Exactly. All right, because this class is huge, and they're losing a lot of guys. So like a lot of teams are losing the top running backs. It'd be I don't know. It's, it's gonna be fun to see. Another guy speaking of running backs that's, that's entering the portal. The Hurricane just lost Stad Franklin, who's a four-star running back. Um, he'll be entering the portal as well. So, like, these are names people might have forgot about because they were shelf, you know, and put down on depth charts, but have talent. Four five-star guys are getting opportunities on a different team. You know, we just seen it like with Penix and Bo Nix. They get out of where they are, they go surround to get the opportunity, and they ball out. I mean, the transfer Bo Nix looks like a different quarterback. Hundred percent. New scenery, new system. It, it's crazy. And then you got uh, Miami of Ohio's quarterback, Brett Gabbert. He was a three-star quarterback. He entered the portal. And another big name was uh, Marcus Allen, the wide receiver from Wisconsin, three-star. He entered the portal. A couple of names out there. That it'll be growing like on a daily basis. They probably is three, four names that are already added on since I made that list. But um, just, just be aware. If you're a Debbie guy, you're out there, you know what I mean? Just keep your eyes and ears open because things are going to pop off on a, on a literally on an hourly basis going forward. Then the last elephant in the room, we spoke about it quickly before we came on in the green room, Nebraska and Matt Rule. Um, from what I'm hearing, it's like an 85% done deal. Uh, what are your as thoughts? Far as I know it's a, it's a done deal with exception of making contract. I mean, Adam Schefter doesn't you know, right. report stuff unless he really believes it's going to happen. So yeah. um, I hear it's just contracts, no, no big deal. Like They just got to get it done. And honestly – that's who I would want for one reason, because, and, be you know, R Russ is going to mess with me all he wants. This dude took Temple yep. to a winning 
he took Baylor from the depths. I mean, after, I mean, nobody wanted Baylor because they were basically, you know, they basically got the X, you know, like never coming back from what they came back. Yeah. And he brought them back to a 12 win season. Like I, he's a good college coach and I think that he is good for that program. It's hard to, you know, bring somebody in Nebraska until they see Nebraska and see the fan base. It's hard to bring somebody in. So I, I would love to see what they're going to do off, you know, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator wise. I've talked to Russ about that before. You know, he's a big Nebraska guy. Um, they could bring the right guys in. And to be honest with you, I would still bring in the guy that he brought as, as offensive coordinator before. And that's the kid from LSU. That's the passing coordinator, the bills right now. Um, and Joe Brady. And hmm. I, I, I still love him personally, but I, I think that he's in line to stay in the pros, to be honest with you. I yeah, think, I think so too. I think you're going to see the offensive coordinator lead and he's going to stay there. The bills offensive coordinator. So they, they, uh, they, they made a push to get Brady first before other teams. I know there's three or four teams in the NFL that wanted Brady when he was available, and the Bills went all in on him early. So yeah, he he he's got the right plan to be a good you know coach and and especially in college because his plan works. But we'll see what happens. I I, I actually really like the hire. I, I know people, you know I said it from the get go. I think he was the right guy. I, I I think we could probably pull the tape up from six weeks ago. That I thought he'd be the right guy, and that's when he was on the Panthers. So. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's probably about six, seven weeks ago. Um, Trey Palmer got a couple of years left there, so they got a stud at wide receiver to work with. Um, they got a running back that I think is 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 a junior, I believe. Um, at, at Nebraska, he's pretty good too. Is uh, Casey Thompson a senior? Uh, is he a junior or is he a senior? He's a junior, so he could technically play next year. And Matt Rule is a QB whisperer, quote unquote, correct? Right? He gets the best out of him. So, I mean, he does get the. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, he's. You can't really tell me what quarterback he's had that's been successful, but he he's been a good college coach, is what I can tell you. So, I mean, he gets the team to play. I don't know okay. if you can say okay. He gets the quarterback to play. So I, I think he does need to bring in a good quarterback guy. Um. So, we we'll see. Well, you got you got to, you know you got you know. There's legitimacy to Nebraska. You got legitimacy to Matt Rule um, as a college coach. So maybe that'll draw in some recruits here and some guys in the transfer portal. I'll be like, hey, all right, well, here's my opportunity. Go to a big-name school, get out there, and, and uh, get my name out there. So we'll see what happens. Out. I can tell you this. They need another solid running back, and there's a kid that we know <laughs> from Ball State <laughs> that would be a cream of the crop drag, grab and – He'd be stupid not to give that dude a call because it's just right down the road there. So. See, so here's yeah, – I didn't want to bring it up because I don't, I know he loves his school. I know he loves Ball State. But he's got to be one of these top kids that, to like possible transfer. Hey, I'm not saying right? to put, get, put him in somebody's ear, but at the right school, he's not going to get shown up. You know, putting up those – if he puts up those stats at a big D1 school, they – hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm gonna tell you right now, that dude is a. I'm telling you, he he's going to blow up at the combine when he gets his invite. So, did you see him in that game against Ohio? I watched it. Yeah. Right, it was snowing. Right, you got guys in parkers. You got guys out there with long. My man's got short sleeves on. Right, the long hair flowing in the wind. He's just straight smashing people with like three, four yard runs. Hair, his hair was freezing. Literally, yeah, he didn't, freezing. He didn't, he didn't give a shit. Bang, dude. He don't just, care. Animal, I love him. Carson Steele, bro, you are the man. I, I am grateful for the for the, listen, the opportunity we had to do the interview and the friendship that we have developed going forward, man. I, I wish you nothing but the best. I hope everything's well with you. I know you caught a little injury uh, the week before, but you did play this week. Yeah, another big week. Kid just gets it done every week. He just gets it done every week. Every week. All right, Proudly. Let's get it. Let's get into week thirteen. Let's. Uh, I get. We're gonna start it off with, I guess you're gonna call it the game, right? This is this is the game of all games right now, right? It's, it's uh number three Michigan and number two Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State's a favorite, eight points over under is fifteen and a half. It's a noontime game on Fox. I mean, if you're a college football fan, pretty much this is the game you're looking for. You're locked in tomorrow. You're sitting down at noontime. You know, get your, your popcorn. You got your what would it be? Your Red Bull, your Bang, or your, your Cerveza, whatever you got. This is the game you got, Jared. Big game. All right, 
couple things I want to talk about. You got Blake Corum, almost 1,500 yards rushing, 18 touchdowns. Donovan Edwards, another guy who's doing well this year for the, for the Wolverines. They're both questionable. They're looking like it's going to be the freshman C.J. Stokes who has only 53 attempts for 263 yards and a touchdown. Is he going to carry the load for the Wolverines? Because they've been known to <clears throat> all year, right? Just ground and pound. This has to be the J.J. McCarthy game, though, right? Like, with, with the injuries in the running backs, with this being such a heavy game, with them fading Cade McNamara, and I was one of those guys that said, get Cade out, put J.J. in. J.J. really hasn't done anything. I said it on CFB Nation. He's kind of just rode the cape of Blake Carm, you know, to where they are right now at number three. Less than 2,000 yards. He's 66% completion. He only got 14 touchdowns, two picks. Uh, it's It's got to be the J.J. game. Can the Wolverines' number two ranked defense stop Ohio State's passing attack? Marvin Harrison for 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. Buka, who's got 914 yards and eight touchdowns. And this gentleman named Julian Fleming, who's a th- who, who would be the fourth string wide receiver, who happens to be the third string receiver because JSN hasn't played all year, who's got 415 yards and six touchdowns. Can they stop this crazy, valiant wide receiver attack? What are your thoughts on this game, Jared? Let me know. You know, I think this is the greatest robbery in all sports, just so we're clear. And and I get we got the Yankees in Boston, 100% get it. We got Oklahoma, Texas. We've got Auburn, Alabama in the Iron Bowl. This is the game, okay? And this is coming from a guy who I think, you know, that's uh, Oklahoma, Texas is the greatest setting, okay? And there's no better, you know, neutral zone than the Cotton Bowl. Anybody can argue with me. Obviously never been there. Um, however... This is, dude, I mean, it, it goes way back. I mean, way back. We got coaches punching players. Yeah. We got, <laughs> you know, we got all kinds of stuff going on in this game. You know, we got Charles Woodson. We've got, you know, just the greatest rivalry in college sports and arguably in all sports. But the problem is you don't know which teams are going to show up because it's the number two offense against the number nine defense. It's the number nine offense against the number two defense. Like, (laughs) what do you want me to say to you? Like, it's, you know, both top ten in every category. and But the problem is we don't get to see the top dudes. We don't get to see JSN. Um, We don't get to see – Blake Corm, I don't. I'm pretty sure he's not going. If he does, I mean, I'll be absolutely shocked. Yeah. Um, but maybe he just, you know, like the Bourbon Bowl. I mean, <laughs> Bobby Boucher comes out at halftime. We got to win this, coach. But hey. I don't know what defense we're, we're going to get. Okay, so for me, you know, we're seeing an eight o. You know, always Oklahoma. Sorry, Ohio State's rated by five or eight out of fifty. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I'm taking Ohio State minus the points and the under at 50 and a half. I think it's going to be a knockout, drag out when, you know, going to get that just over. I think it's going to be nine points, to be honest with you. I love the eight. I think we're going get, to get a six, you know, be up by six, and then let's kick a field goal for a nine and then lock it up. It's over. I love the eight. It's a really good number. I, don't, I think the 50 – it could be could be a little crazy to be honest with you, but both of them are really good offenses. So maybe we're wrong, and it's going to be a blowout. But that's just me. Listen, I I I, I like everything you said. I just can't see like from, I'm a JJ guy. You know, I've been from the beginning before the season started. Right, say get Kate out of there. Right, JJ's the guy. It should be his team. It should have been his team last year. Man, all year he's been kind of man, right? Uh, we haven't really seen any of those Colorado State throws that we saw last year, right? That, that was his, his coming out party. I haven't seen any of that. It's just been yeah. kind of the running game. Like like I said I said on Monday with, uh, with KT, bro, their top receivers have a combined five touchdowns. Like, And now you're losing Superman and Blake Corum. Like, you don't have them. And you don't have Robin yeah. and Donovan Edwards, right? So you, Batman and Robin, I mean, Superman and Robin, they're gone. Batman and Robin, whatever. They're out. They're not playing. Can the freshman lead you, right? Can he lead you? Like that—that's the thing. That's I think so. I think JJ. You know, I think uh, CJ Stokes is a baller. Don't get me. Don't sound like a Swiss. You don't get that, you know, position unless you somebody. But it's just the biggest thing is what Ohio State defense is going to show up. Is going to be the right. one that showed up, you know, that allows fifty yards or the one that allows four hundred yards. So yeah. that's what we're trying to figure out here. So I got a lot of slack on, on the angry blue bird, right? So I was talking to. Uh, 
Kevin Coleman, our buddy at the Boys 22, because he's a huge, you know, Wolverines guy, right? And he was the one who told me Edwards is a questionable, and Carm had a limp while he was handing out turkeys at Thanksgiving special, you know, for, for Michigan. I made a comment. I'm like, oh, all right. And then someone commented to me, well, you obviously don't watch football because, you know, Buckeyes can't stop anybody. And then I got someone else on the other side commenting to me, well, you don't watch football because the Buckeyes have been playing better lately. And if in reality, the Buckeyes have been playing better defensive lately. But you just don't know what you're going to get because in games where you think they should shut teams down, they let up 350 and 20-something points. And you're like, where did that come from? Why? Like, yeah. I feel like Ohio State plays down to their competition sometimes. They do. I'm 100% with you on this. Uh, you, I mean, that's what I just said. So, But in this game, <coughs> I think they want revenge for last year. They smell blood in the water with the injuries for Michigan. They know if they win, it's all over for the Wolverines. So it's over at halftime. Ohio State by 17. Oh, I like it. I like it. Big win. All right, let's get straight to this. The Iron Bowl. Uh, huge fan. Auburn, Alabama. Just when you don't think one team is in it, the other team's in it. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get. Okay, we got Auburn. Versus Alabama, Alabama's favored by 22 points. It's got to be one of the biggest favors in this game's history, by the way. Um, over and under uh, 49 and a half, so basically 50 points. Uh, Cadillac Williams is two and one, playing. You know, got his team fired up and really should be three and zero. I mean, we that one one loss was so uh, close, and we had yeah. them balling. So, hundred yard rushers uh, since his hire, which you know that's what he does. Him and you know. Ronnie Brown, we're just that way together. You know, we've got uh, Tank Tank uh, with 100 yards, Hunter with 1,310 uh, – sorry, 13 attempts, 109 yards versus AM. and uh, Tank with 23 attempts, 121 yards, and then Hunter with 13 attempts for 121 yards. So both guys are – they're getting it, right? I mean, we've basically got 400 yards rushing, 400-something yards rushing out of, you know, two running backs – and what what are you gonna do? Like yeah. how you you know, it's basically the exact same show that Cadillac was running when he was there. You know, can I, I don't know if we got upset alert, but we don't know which BAM team's gonna show up. This is definitely not the BAM of old. You know, Lane Kiffin is getting this talk about going to Auburn. You know, to be honest with you, and, and here's the facts. If Cadillac pulls this upset, is there any other any person on the planet that doesn't want him to be the coach? I mean, it would be – I mean, to go three and one to close out and beat Alabama would be my – if you keep this close, by the way, it's 22-point dog. <laughs> it's, it's already saying something, you know, right. because your team, you know, you, you basically just took over like, hey, you're the guy, right? right? Can we shut down Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Henry uh, Toa Toa, and Jamar Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs, you know, and plenty more that Alabama has – can you hold them to make this interesting and have those kick sick moments, you know, those iron bowl moments that we just have joined to love and absolutely love about this game. You know, it's, is it Alabama this year? I believe it is. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, to, if you came in, you know, came in there and upset them at home, you better pay Cadillac. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that, right. I would right. rather. I mean, honestly, I'd rather have a, a guy that I know that won't leave the program and is there for my players than trying to bring Lane Kiffin in. This is a fact. No, I, I, I get it. I, I agree with you. Before I even get to the Lane Kiffin thing, because that's that's a long story, right? Yeah, you can go on forever with that. Where, like, I don't want to. Why couldn't they run the ball with Brian Harsons, right? The same players were there. The same line was there. Everybody was there. They had 200-yard rushes in the first nine games. Since Cadillac's taken over, they've damn near run for 100 yards every game and had multiple 100-yard runners. So I just don't understand what the game plan was prior to what was, you know, prior to Cadillac taking over. I've watched all the videos since Cadillac's taken over. The demeanor, just the way that they respond to him, it's like a tale of two seasons. It's almost like they just cut the tape, stop, 
and this is the new season, this is the old season. Like, if you did it like a hot knocks, you'd be like, Whoa, wh- where was this? What happened? Dude, you know? I would have, I would love, yeah, would right, <laughs> love to see a hard knocks of Cadillac mid season. Oh, dude, I and I, I wish teams did it anyway, just right, to, you know, like, dude, can you believe what happened this year? Like, you know, why well, we got video tape, so here we go. So, like, I just don't know. I would love to see them pull the upset. My only issue is. Bama's had, quote-unquote, crappy games where they pull out a double. They probably shouldn't have won, right? You know, or games where they played down the teams. But this is probably the last game for Bryce Young and Will Anderson and Henry Tutu and Jameer Gibbs. They're all going to the dance, right? There ain't no way in hell that they're going out with an L. They ain't playing a bowl game. Those guys aren't playing in a bowl game, right? Because they're not winning a national championship. This is it. Yeah, I don't think so either. This is the finale. I would love to see Auburn pull it out, but you got to be crazy to think that these dudes are going to lay down for Auburn at home, being the end of their careers at this Senior school. night. For a lot yeah, of it's not happening, bro. It's just not happening. I, I think I honestly think Aub- Auburn's going to get beat by the spread, if not more. I think Bama's going to – this is the statement game for those guys. Bryce Snug needs this game. to. He ain't playing in the scene. You know what I mean? Like, he needs this game to catapult him in the draft. Will Anderson's had a soft, quiet season. He needs this game to show out. These dudes are going to show up. In my opinion, I think they're going to show and show up. Now, the elephant in the room is Lane, right? I got a guy. Doesn't like to be called an insider, but it's about as close as an insider as you're going to get. My buddy Kyle at All Auburn, at All Auburn on Twitter, right? He takes a lot of heat from these dudes all the time. I talk to him. He's telling me it's like done. It. Like, Matt Rule done just working out the money, okay? But th- he, he's he got to say the right I thing. Mean, here's the thing, though, you know, and, and I'm never going to say never because did we really think that, you know, Oklahoma was going to lose Lincoln Riley the night it's, after the Bedlam game? He never said he's not going to Auburn. He just said he wasn't going to Auburn right now, right? And then they played the game. And if you watched the game last night, at about seven minutes left in the game, Lane Kiffin cashed out. I think, in my opinion, they cashed out. His game plan cashed out. He was just cool Joe on the sideline. But you had a chance to win that game multiple times in the last seven minutes, and you were just Joe Cool without winning. Like Nothing affected you. If you watched his emotions and his demeanor, he had punched the clock. And he was out. Now, I was surprised. Like, Kyle told me to watch and how things go. That there was a chance that they might not even let him coach that game. If they thought that he was, like, already punched out before the game. Like, that, he's on watch by Ole Miss. Ole Miss thinks he's going. You know what I mean? Like, he's been saying the right things to keep his job, like, and not get any qualms going right now. But he's on high. He's gone. And, and I'm hearing there's a very good chance that Judkins is going with them to replace Bigsby. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I see it. Now you got a whole different program, bro. You got a whole different program. You got a, you're bringing in a big dog running back who just literally took the nation by storm as a freshman, right? You bring in a big name coach who can recruit the hell out of, <coughs> out of football. He could bring the program back, but they're going to give him the bag. So, like, if it doesn't work out, it could put them back a while. That, In my opinion, oh, yeah. that's what that's I think. The, and- issue here like to move him we're talking 100 million mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean you think he gonna take less than lincoln no talk? no it's gonna be a lincoln riley deal if not more which Facts. i mean I, I don't know how lane kiffin could ask for lincoln riley money to be honest with you at this point lincoln at least said you know i've been to playoffs twice so what's lane done he does see that's the thing and i get that from everybody he's like what has he done he turns programs around he gets them in winning the re- winning records he just don't win the big game Facts. Okay, so Jimbo Fisher? Jimbo got $86 million. <laughs> Right? I mean, now give me, Jimbo won a national championship in Florida. State, right. Right, but he ain't done nothing at AM. and and A&M got more money than anybody right now. So well, Listen, the guillotine's coming down very, very soon on Jimbo. We don't even have to go there. Johnny, coaches in the building. Um, We know. it's. I can't wait for the mass exodus and see what happens over there. That's just a whole other story. All right, That's Jared. I want to talk about my duckies. Let, let, let's do it. Let's do this. 
We got number eight, Oregon, at number 20, Oregon State. Ducks, three-point favorite, over and under, 58 and a half, 3.30 game on ABC. Lots to talk about here. Bo Nix, the one-legged warrior, <coughs> got forty total touch, uh, over 40 total touchdowns. He leads the Ducks uh, on one more magical regular season ride to get to the Pac-12 championship because they control their own destiny. When you're in. Or with a freshman phenom, Damian Martinez for the Beavers, he's almost got 900 yards rushing, seven touchdowns, 6.1 yards per carry. Play spoiler to Dan Lanning's plan to get the Ducks in the Pac-12 championship. This is the key. It's what Ducks defense shows up to play. Will we get the one that played lockdown, shutdown defense against the Utah Utes? Or are we going to get the one that was Swiss cheese against the Washington Huskies where they had many opportunities to win that game and the defense pretty much fell through? Jared, talk to me. What are your thoughts on this game? I mean, my biggest thing is, is how is it only three points? I mean, I get it can be like we can consider this a rivalry, all right? Yeah. And, you know, you're playing at Oregon State compared to playing at Austin. Austin's one of the loudest stadiums I've ever been in my life. Um, but to give me the Ducks all day, every day, minus three, the 58 is – it's a hot – do 60 points a lot of points. I mean, yeah. 30 – we're talking 30 each. I don't know. I, it could be – you want to be honest, I think it would be like a 45 to 10 game. So I don't see – I can't see the Beavers scoring that many points. So that's why I said ten. So, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> um, I, I think I think Oregon runs away with this. To be honest with you, I don't. Oregon State has played tough. They really have. They played really tough against USC, but I just think it's Oregon's to win, and I think they've got to prove something at this point. You know that they, they have an outside shot. They have a real outside shot to get in. Um, they got to have some stuff to fall, but watch out. I mean, it's a different team right now than it was week one. So, I try to tell people they don't want to believe me. I've been saying it for weeks now. A healthy Bo Nix is scary right now. So Listen, he, touchdowns, he's got like he's got forty three touchdowns. touchdowns. That would have won the Heisman a couple years ago, easily. Facts, right? I, I agree. Um, he got listen, two more games left. So yeah, it, it, right. He go. He could get fifty. He could have a big one to get fifty to fifty regular season touchdowns total. That's just wild. Ah. Uh, Number one offensive line, right? Oregon's got the number one offensive line in college football, and they're going against the number 24th overall ranked defense in the Beavis, which is surprising. Beavis got really good defense. I just don't see them stopping the, the Ducks. I think that they have a – which is surprising to me is the Ducks have a great run game. 300 yards rushing, you know, four out of the last five games. They ground and pound, and then you get – if he's slightly mobile, it's a wrap. But if, 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 if Nix has got to stay in the pocket like last week, then I think it's a different ball game, but if he's mobile somewhat, it's just it's it's hard to stop the run game. And then you get Nick's on on the run. You get Franklin out there, right? You get Thompson and Hudson out there moving in space. It's it's just difficult to stop him. Finally, Landing's deciding that he wants to let Seawall apply pressure instead of being his coverage linebacker, which I don't understand what he was doing this year. Last three games he's been been, been eating the quarterback up. He's got tips for picks. He's got his own interceptions. It's it's a different team. They play the defense they played against the Utes. It's going to be a massacre. Yeah. And it'll be another game. Is Sewell, Sewell going to be better than his brother in the pros? I honestly think it's landing spot. It all depends on where he lands and what they let him do and how they let him play. I'll tell you what. The Raiders need one because they ain't got nobody. And he nobody. could be there then. He could be there at that point. You know, because there's a lot of talent in this draft, I think. In my opinion, I think it's a lot of talent. Give me the Ducks. I think the Ducks by at least ten. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go under. I, I don't know if Beavis can score. I'm with you. Points. I'm with you too. KT tells me upset alert. You believe that? They got the Beavis by four. That's what no. I said. <laughs> All right, Jared. Let's go. Give me the next game. All right, we got LSU, Texas A&M. and um, and is just absolutely terrible this year. I, I mean, they're just not good at all. Uh, they're LSU's a 10 point favorite, which after the first two games, I don't think we'd have thought this was going to be a thing. Uh, are the Tigers on cruise control here? Are they on upset alert? Was very possible. Um, they're one in 10, which is ridiculous. Um, is there an open trial for Connor Wegman? <laughs> Four touchdowns versus Ole Miss. 
um, will be part of the mass exodus, uh, saving Jimbo's, in my opinion. Yes, I think he's gone. I think you and I both think he's gone. Uh, Evan Stewart has 49 receptions, uh, 607 yards, uh, two touchdowns, 12 yards to catch versus Keishon Butte, 38 receptions, 388 yards. Keishon just really hasn't been what we thought he'd be. You know, he's had some injuries. He's been, you know, honestly, I think we thought he was going to enter the transfer portal week one. Um, but, yeah, here's here's the biggest question. Is LSU going in, knowing they are in the, you know, SC championship game, are they looking past them like crazy? I mean, it ain't it ain't easy to walk into play at Texas A&M. It's the, this is the 12th man for a reason. It is the loudest stadium that you do not want to be a part of. So can, can A&M show up for one more game this, this week or one, or one game this year? So listen, if Jimbo wants to close the outhouse door, he needs this dub. Cause outside of him catching a dub, Connor Wegman is the only thing saving his, I think saving his career his his contract at Texas A&M because that was his guy. He he brought him in. He recruited Wegman. Why he didn't stop Wegman off the rip and went with King, I, I, I don't know. It's neither here nor there. Wegman looks good. Those four touchdowns against Ole Miss, he looked really good in that game. He looks poised as a freshman. Um, he goes to progressions well. He's not just a hot read, one one and you're done. I, I, just, see, I just see the exodus coming. Don't see these guys wanting to play. I I, I think Stewart's going to go. I think that their middle linebacker is going to go. I think they're going to lose a lot. Uh, the X factor for LSU has been the X factor for them all year. Is Daniels going to be the dude? Like, can he can he continue to be the dude? He's been the leading rusher for them, which is rough. Like, the quarterback's the leading rusher on your team. That's tough. John Emery is is a decent running back. He was suspended early, didn't play. Took him a little bit to get into his groove. He's done well, but he's been more of a receiving back, I think, for them than, than more of a rusher. And like you said, Butte hasn't really done anything. I saw like a two-game span where he looked like he was locked in. And I watched the next two games after that, and he kind of doesn't look like he's locked in. So I don't really know. I think he's just waiting for a combine. He just go, He's just literally on cruise control, waiting to get to that combine, ball out a little bit, show that you know there's no injury anymore. He just wanted to make the season all re-injured himself, I feel. I mean, the only way he plays in a bowl game is if they make the playoffs. Only way. Yeah. Uh, I see Anthony's in the green room. Just give us a few minutes, Anthony. We're just uh, closing up this weekly preview, and we'll get right to you. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I I think if LSU wins by the spread, get ready for the guillotine to drop. Agreed. A&M has to keep it within a field goal. All right, let's get to this last game. This and this game's got a lot of implications on my ducks, right? Because if Notre Dame can somehow squeak this one, woohoo! It'll be interesting. All right, Jared, we got number fourteen Notre Dame at number twenty-five USC. USC getting there, cracking in the rankings, right? Getting in there. Uh, three and a half point favorite. Over under is sixty-four and a half. That's a big, big, big number. That's a seven thirty game on ABC. My questions are here. Are my questions to you. Does the Fighting Irish have enough offensive firepower to slow down the Trojans, right? USC and Lincoln Riley love to use the H-back on their offense. They've been known to use it forever. USC's been known to use the H-back. But they just lost Travis Dye. And Austin Jones only has uh, less than 100 attempts, 455 yards and five touchdowns. Over Leek Brown, the freshman, who's got less than 200 yards and a touchdown season, filled that role in this pivotal game for the Trojans. Will the Bulldog Isaiah Foskey who just has nine and a half sacks, became the you know, Fighting Irish all-time leader in sacks, lost <coughs> Caleb Williams, who's got to be the Heisman candidate at number one now with the injury to Hooker, to make turnovers and give the Irish opportunities to win this game. Can Freeman last nine rounds and Lincoln Riley in a dogfight? Jared, give me your thoughts. Yeah, you know, Southern Cal is, you know, 10-1. and one. They have a legit chance to make the playoffs. You know, uh, they're six in the polls right now. They got LSU ahead of them, which is uh, criminal, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Michigan is, you know, we, we have Ohio State winning this game. So Michigan drops out. They'll be 11 and 1. Georgia, LSU got to play each other. We'll say LSU drops out of this one. Southern Cal is going to be number four. If they can continue to win, right? 
However, like we said, we've got Oregon at nine and two. I like Oregon at nine and two higher than I like some other teams. Obviously, Alabama lost to um, Tennessee, and right. Tennessee absolutely murdered by you know the other USC in South Carolina. So, uh, <laughs> I think Caleb Williams is the favorite. I mean, he's an abs- the absolute favorite right now. And we, we had him as our top three guy for preseason. He was on a lot of people's list, but he, he's the, he, you know, he, he's breaking my heart leaving Oklahoma, but he's done really well. And uh, I think Notre Dame gets absolutely destroyed in this game, to be honest with you. So I, I, I love the three and a half point favorite. I'm I'll take that one at, it's at USC. So give me that one. Yeah. Listen, we're talking pac 12 and the gentleman we got coming on, you know, next interview. Mr. Hernandez, I just know that he's been visiting Pac-12 schools, so it'll be interesting to see what he's got to say uh, about the Pac-12 and, and all that. But we got we got to the segment here, which is going to be rapid fire. We got five more games. We'll just run right through these real quick. You know the deal, Jared. It's give me a guy, give me a winner. Since it just hasn't been me and you in a while, I'm just going to go give you all five games. I want you to give me a guy, give me a winner for all five games. I'm going to get into Mr. Hernandez. You ready? Yep. All right. First game, uh, Army. I got Army, Army UMass. Uh, UMass gonna get. They're gonna get trucked in this one. Okay, they've been they've been okay. They played a and really tough, uh, but Army's got a good running back, and I, I, I expect them to win this game. To be honest with you, so I'm gonna go uh, Army in this one. Andre Carter. That's my guy Andre to look Carter. out for. Yep. All right. Next game, South Carolina <clears throat> at. Number seven, Clemson. Clemson's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite over under 52. Jerry, give me a guy. Give me a winner. Uh, uh, South Carolina's riding high after beating Tennessee. Uh, my guy, Spencer Rattler, is balling. Um, upset alert. Spencer Rattler pulls this one out, and Clemson loses this game. Woo, I love it. All right, next game, Hawaii, led by our boy Chang versus San Jose State. San Jose State is a favorite, five points, over under 57-and-a-half. Jared, give me a guy. Give me a winner. Um, and this one, I... I'm going to have to go the other side. You know, San Jose State has a really solid quarterback, uh, and I believe that they're going to pull the upset or pull the win in this one, uh, beating Hawaii. I love Chang, but it's he's too early for his first season. All right. Next one up is, is your Oklahoma Sooners versus Texas Tech. Sooners are a two-point favorite over on the 63-and-a-half. Give me a guy. Give me a winner. Uh, for me, it's – Daniel Gabriel has to have a big game, but Eric Gray has to, you know, shoulder the load and – and run. He's gonna have 160 yards, two touchdowns, and they'll win the win this game against Texas Tech to get and to make become bowl eligible. Oh, I love it! I love it. All right, now last game on the <clears throat> rapid fire. Number 12, Washington versus Washington State. Washington is a two point favorite over under 60. Jared, one more time before we wrap this up. Give me a guy. Give me a winner. You know, I really want to give you uh, panics from Washington uh, as the upset award, but our guy Ward from Washington State needs an upset. They got to pull this win. They've got you know seven wins already. Let's make it eight. Apple Cup, Washington State upsets Washington. Ooh, I love it. Now that concludes week thirteen preview. Listen, we're bringing in a gentleman now. He's a senior high school out of Park City, Utah. Right? He's out there traveling, doing visits. We're going to talk to him what it's like to go from senior to college football. We're going to see what's going on. We're going to bring into you Anthony Hernandez. How's it going? How are we doing today, Anthony? How are we doing? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. I know you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on. You know, you got a lot of visits going on and closing up school. Uh, how's everything going on with you? Uh, you know, I've been good. Just, you know, taking it one day at a time, still grinding, still in the lab, you know, just doing my thing. I love it. I love it. We're gonna speaking of in the we're gonna play some. Speaking of in the play lab, some, we yeah. got some highlights of you, so we're gonna get, get check those out while, we're, doing while we talk to All you. Right. First question out for you. Whoa. All right. Got a little, a little lag there. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, can you tell us poxy football's like and how your senior senior season, senior season has been? Um, you know, my senior season, um, you know, was great. Uh, I got the opportunity to play with uh, my brothers out there at Park City. Um, you know, it, it was a fun season. We had a blast. Um, you know, I had a, I had oh, a pretty uh, deep. Um, 
you know, and I, I just, you know, want to do my thing. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, we didn't, we, we lost second round of playoffs. Uh, we lost the number one uh, seed in the state. So, uh, you know, that was unfortunate, but I, you know, I had a great ride over at Park City and, uh, you know, uh, I had a great season as well. And, you know, there's, you know, I was just blessed to be able to play. <clears throat> love it. Love it. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah, I you think know, is there a player? Sorry, real quick. Is there a player, you know, on current team that, you know, hasn't gotten the credit they deserve? You know, that, you know, you know, we're obviously we're talking to you, but you think, you know, somebody just isn't looking at you, looking at them like they're looking at you. You know, who would that be? Absolutely. Like I could name, um, you know, a couple of guys off the top of my head. Um, you know, a couple of my buddies, uh, Max Grizel, uh, quarterback wide receiver. Um, uh, Santiago Duran, um, you know, nose guard. Uh, Jack Stouffer, Chandler Kelsch. Um, there's a lot of guys that uh, definitely deserve some recognition Recognition that, uh, you know, they're not getting. They're hard workers. They're grinders. They really have a love for the game. So, yeah, there's definitely – I mean, a lot of the guys that are on the team uh, over at Park City, you know, um, they really want to work hard and they really have their heart invested in the game. So I, I would say a lot of those guys. But off, off the top of my head, those four guys, um, you know, definitely, definitely are some of the guys that I think uh, – you know, deserve a shot. I I, I right. love the, the selflessness and you bigging up some teammates. Uh, well, you well you're giving your opportunity to shine. I love it. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um. So we saw recently you got named to the Giant Skills Athletic Senior Bowl. Uh, how did that feel? And how excited are you for that? That was a blessing. Um. You know, I, I'm I'm definitely excited. Um. If I have the opportunity, you know, to showcase my skills once again. Uh. You know, that's always a blessing, another blessing to, you know, play the game that I love. So uh, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um, and it was just a blessing to, you know, represent Utah and represent my state. Um, and, you know, it, it, it was a blessing because I've, I've seen other guys that I've known, you know, playing the <clears throat> athletic senior bowl and then go off to college and uh, they do great things. So I'm excited. Nice. Good, a nice stepping stone for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jared, take the next one. You know, Anthony, we've got you at 5'10", 190 pounds, you know, really good solo tackles. You know, your missed tackle rate's been really low, which is great. Uh, take us through your workout regiment and, you know, what do you do on daily to weekly basis to become such a havoc on the field? Of course. Um, but, uh, preseason, you know, it was uh, two hours in the weight room, two hours on the field every day. Um, you know, I would go out there uh, when the, when, you know, when I would have to use my car lights to be able to, you know, see where I'm going. It would be so dark outside. So it would be two hours weight room, two hours uh, on the field, you know, just really working on my fundamentals. And I think that's what allowed me to, you know, have a, have a pretty uh, all right season this season, um, you know, and be able to do what I do, just uh, working on the fundamentals. Uh, also, I had a lot of help from, um, you know, trainers. Dwayne Frampton is one that, uh, you know, he believed in me from the start when uh, I was really, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, had two left feet. And he's been with me throughout the whole ride, and you know he's really helped me out. Uh, also, uh, Coach um, Jason Bowman uh, over at Alpha, and all the coaches at Alpha recruits. Uh, you know they've they've allowed me to really perfect my craft. And during the off season, they were really adamant about uh, you know keeping a strict workout schedule and uh, what I need to do to you know be where I uh, go where go where I want to go. And uh, you know especially with the Alpha recruits and Dwayne. Um, they allowed me to, you know, get many blessings. And um, I was able to participate at the Under Armour All-American Camp uh, to showcase my skill out there. So that was that was a blessing. But uh, I really could not have done it without those guys. And um, also, you know, just my family, too, uh, just, you know, showing me that hard work pays off. So that's kind of what went into my training uh, regime. Love it. You know, the, all those people out there think it comes easy, right? This gentleman had his car lights on. You know, whether it be whether it be at night or early morning, training and grinding to get the opportunity to go further. You know, take yeah, some notes, youth out there. Take some notes. This is real dedication. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, that's such a blessing, too, you know, just to go through the hardships because going to the next level. I mean, I've talked to, you know, a lot of guys at the next level. I have a lot of friends that play in the next level. And it's really a different ball game up there. You know, it's a lot more dedication than a lot, um, you know, first first think about. You know what I mean? It's It's really – you got to put in that hard work. So I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, pushed myself like, at, like 
as college athletes do, like train as hard as they do to, you know, help try to prepare myself for the next level. I'm like, I would even uh, have to shovel snow off the field before, you know, Love but it. got to do everything to get that work in. And it, clear, it clearly paid off, you know, um, a lot of blessings, a lot of blessings. No obstacle too big. I, I, I love it. I love <laughs> it. There. All right. So my, my next question to you is you're listed as a linebacker slash safety at Park City, right? What yeah. position do you play most? And we noticed that you're a downhill fast guy. You're identified to play quickly, find a ball carrier, and you have a nose for the ball. Would the hybrid role like a Jeremy Chin or Jaquan Briscoe be something that highlights your tools at the next level? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm definitely leaning more towards a strong safety um, type of thing, but definitely that hybrid player um, is like kind of right in my sweet spot. I did play a lot of linebacker most of uh, you know, most of my time at Park City um, just because the way our defense uh, – you know, was ran like that's where they needed me. And that's, you know, I was I was like, yes, sir, coach. Like um, I love playing linebacker, um, but strong safety definitely for the next level just because of my build. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm scrappy. So coaches like that, you know, I can I can play down in the box or I can play back in the back half. Um, but definitely strong safety is going to be the next step for me uh, at the collegiate level. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll still be coming downfield to, you know, hit somebody. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> Jared, I know that that hybrid role is something that you love, right? You're all about that big hit and safety. Ask him a little bit. I know you got a couple questions for him about that position. Uh, yeah, so for me, you know, obviously I'm a big IDP guy. If anybody knows me, I'm, I'm a really – when I do fantasy football or anything like that, I like the defensive side more than the offensive side. Um, you know, the greatest, you know, safety of all time, I, in my opinion, is Charles Woodson, right? Um, do you feel like you, there's a player that you – like gravitate towards like trying to be like there's only one you know anthony hernandez but <laughs> yes <sir. laughs> um there's definitely a ton of players and just um you know even being in the game even if, even if they're not in a you know not a strong safe in the strong safety position um definitely one of my all times that i've just looked up to since i was little is luke keekley um very you know hard hitter <laughs> um i really liked because he was so technical and I feel like that's really where I want to get with the game. I want to be a technician. Um, and then I got guys like Demario Davis, linebacker for the Saints. I was fortunate enough and blessed enough to, you know, be able to train with him and be able to get some insight from him. You know, he he, he calls me a couple times, you know, every month, checks in on me. Um, so I met, I met a lot of good people. You know, Jacob Robinson, uh, number zero over at BYU. Uh, he plays corner, um, but the way he covers and, you know, he, he really taught me a taught me a lot. So there's, there's a lot of guys, Micah Bernard running back uh, for the university of Utah. Um, just giving me insight about, you know, how this all works, uh, how like playing at the collegiate level feels and all that. Um, but Luke Keekley definitely just cause he's such a technician, even though he was a backer, um, definitely just cause he's a technician. And that's where I really want to be with my game is just locked in and, you know, really focused, uh, you know, studying film, breaking down plays and, you know, just knowing what's going to happen, just kind of like he did, and being a hard hitter. <laughs> nice. Yes. I, I love I love the word technician. I'll tell you something right now. College coaches, you know, NFL GMs, they, they're going to lo love to hear the guy who wants to work, you know, you know, grind his craft and be a technician. So you're heading in the right direction. You're saying all the right things, and you're training the way. I, I love to see it, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. My, my, my next question for you, you know, this is the good part of it. I know we spoke, you know, I've been trying to speak to you weekly about things, so. Yes, you made some visits to multiple schools, right? You got, some, you got some couple big boys out there. You got some couple schools around your area. You got Adams State. You went mm -hmm. to Southern Utah, but you went and visited Boise State, and you were just up at uh, uh, over at the Utes in Utah. Uh, I think it was last weekend, the weekend before. Yes, what sir. have the visits been like, and what has been your favorite so far? Um, All the visits really, you know, are just a blessing. They've all really been my favorite. Um, You know, the coaches really take care of you, um, and, you know, um, they, they really get to show you the insights and uh, what they all have to offer to me. Um, so just all the visits have been a blessing, you know, being able to go out there and even see guys that I've played with on those same fields uh, or that I just know and being able to talk to them has been awesome. Um, I definitely want to, I have a couple more visits planned out. Um, so I'm excited for those, but all the visits have been a blessing and, you know, just going through the recruiting process in general and being able to, you know, being able to just be in this position where I'm able to play at the next level and really like 
you know, a lot of, a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So I'm just grateful for the process and grateful for the recruiting process and, you know, all the coaches that believe in me. So it's really been a blessing. I, I love it. Um, Without you, without, I don't want to get you in trouble or anything. Can you, can you say where you're going? Are any more Pac-12 teams on there for visits? There's definitely going to be some more Pac-12 teams uh, up on the that visit list. Um, I'll definitely let you know when I know my schedule better. Um, but definitely, definitely some of your favorites. That's that's all I'll say right all now. All right, all right, all right. Because <laughs> yeah, we spoke, so. we spoke. So you know the deal. I'm I'm glad that we, the we're deal. on the same page, my man. Yes, sir. We are. Yes, sir. We are. So all right a blessing um definitely schools outside of the pac 12. Uh, i'm just really gonna try to visit as many schools as i can um even schools at the division two level um I'm, I'm gonna go check those out um you know all the opportunities that i've like i'm grateful for every single opportunity that i've been blessed with um so any opportunity i'm gonna seize it go and check those schools out and uh you know have a good time in the process right <laughs> that's it you're, you're still a kid you know what i mean you still gotta enjoy life <laughs> yeah yes sir you know, Darren, small thing, uh, my cousin was the head coach at Adam State till really? just last year. Yep. Wow. Yeah, no, oh. Adam State was awesome. Uh, shout out Coach Perkins. You know, he's a really great guy, really smart coach. Um, he's definitely a, a great coach and a great mentor. And, um, yeah, it, that, that was a blessing. That was a fun one as well um, to go down to Adam State. And uh, they, they really showed love. So – I've been asking all, all the gentlemen that come on that we've been interviewing over the last couple of months. We had B.J. Wilson, who was an offensive lineman for Quincy Hawks. Um, and, you know, last week I had um, my buddy Peter come on from Indiana. He's a, a offensive lineman for the Hoosiers. And we asked him the same question. And the answer's interesting, so I'm riding this one out because you're a young gentleman. I want to see what, what a, you know, an 18-year-old guy has got to say here. What is the breakfast cereal 101 and why? So 101, is that like the – the best, right? The best. Like if you had to, if they, you know, you had to pick a draft pick and this is number one pick and there was the only cereal you could get forever. That what's the one on one? That's tough. I'm like, I like all cereal, but um <laughs> I'll ooh. throw a couple out there. So so I, I had to go with Peter and, and, and agree that Fruity Pebbles to me is number one. BJ had a good valid point. He went with Lucky Charms and, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but his points are valid because he said the milk at the end adds to the flavor. That's valid. Um I had an answer, but I think I just changed it. Ooh. Ah, this is tough. Because I'm like, these are my top two, right? My top two, I like Fruit Loops. Okay. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Bang. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch for sure. Okay. And I, 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 I don't have any qualms with that. I'm a Fruity Pebbles guy, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch is up there in my top three. Fruity because Pebbles is up there for me as well. <laughs> they have to be, right? Jared, you know, I haven't had this on there with you, but what are your, what's your one-on-one? Uh, you're gonna hate me. Um, oh boy! I'm Don't weird. go Cocoa Pebbles like like Coach. <laughs> no, I mean I, don't get me wrong, but Count Chocula, bro, is oh. gotta be way up there for me. It slept on. It slept on. Yeah, it like is. the whole you know, group, get, like because blueberry, like for sure. Some people see it like Halloween time, right? So yeah, it's got the marshmallows. It's got yep. you know the you know the chocolate in there for me. Count Chocula definitely way up on my list. So. I that's I'm going to ride the Fruity Pebbles train till, till the wheels fall off. <laughs> that, that's my thing. Anthony, listen, it's been a pleasure. and I am glad that we were able to work this out and get you on. I got, yeah, I got, a, I got a question in a favor, okay? Yeah, yes, it does, we don't have to be the one to announce the commitment of where you're going. But when you decide on where you're going, right, and, and you do make the announcement, I'd like to bring you back on and talk about it. I'd love that. I'd love that. Thank you so much. This, this has been a blessing, you know, just to be able to talk to you guys. Um, you know, and develop new relationships with you guys. Like, it, it's really a blessing. So I'd love to do that. I appreciate that. You came across That's my great. screen. I saw your highlight film. And I said, man, this, this gentleman looks like he's got a bright future in front of him. Thank I you. hit you up. You responded right back. And ever since then, we've been in contact. And I, I appreciate, you know, the interaction that we have. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys as well. And I'll definitely keep you updated, uh, you know, on the, on the journey. And, uh, you know, make 100%. sure you guys first to know uh, where I'm heading and, you know, what, I, what, I'm, what I've been up to. So. Yeah, any any media you got, send it over. We'll share sure. it on Toyota Titles. We'll get, we'll get you out there as much as we can. All right, I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for all these blessings. I appreciate it. No problem, Anthony. You have a, a great night. And like I said, we appreciate you coming on. You guys as well. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank Enjoy. you. Jared, what a good show. 28 great episodes. Always. We had an interview with Anthony at the end. Good kid. I'm, I'm glad, you know, the, the friendship I, I – 
I've grown to have with him over the past couple of weeks, and I'm glad that we get to see him grow on, on to the next level. It should be interesting. Um, next week, we're going to have the voice of Ball State. Um, my buddy Mitch will be on. We'll be talking to him, Mitch Kidrow. Uh, he was supposed to be on this week, but he, he had, you know, he's in the Bahamas, and he had to reschedule because the uh, connection out there ain't, ain't the greatest. So we don't want to have to fight that. But he'll be on next week. You know, it'll be 29. We're coming up on 30. I think on 30, we're going to have to do a giveaway. What do you think? I'm down. Yeah, let's do a giveaway. 30th episode. So, dude, we'll do, we'll do something special. But uh, until then, I'm going to give it to my guy, Boomer. Let him take it away. Hey, until next week, let's go, let's go, let's go. Horns down for 